1: It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G-Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G-Cobb and Micah Warren.
2: G-Cobb with you. Uh, Of course, this is uh, G-Cobb in the House. And also, of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Micah Warren. And uh, there's there's so much to talk about today. One of the big things that uh, we have been talking about, you know, throughout the week was the, uh, the progress uh, of the Eagles' uh, young rookies, what's going to happen when they come in next week and 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 how it's so important that they, they get going. And uh, we'll be keeping an eye on those guys. Of course, uh, they get on, they, they work out on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. And uh, one of the big questions is going to be, what can we expect of them? Is it realistic for us to expect them to have a, uh, a contributions in the first year? And, you know, personally, I think it is. I, I think it's a reasonable thing. Uh, it's just a matter of how much. But I, I think because you've got other weapons on the Eagles, uh, I, I expect some things to happen. Now, last night I was uh, with the Eagles uh, doing a, uh, an event with the Eagles and uh, spending some time with Brent Selick, uh, of course, the Eagles young tight end. And uh, uh, he's excited. He knows that. Uh, because of the other weapons in the offense, it's going to open things up for him. And hes uh, I think he's a a good type of tight end to have here because he's going to make those catches across the middle, uh, be able to get uh, open inside the zone, and uh, be able to catch the short passes to keep drives going, which I think is is very, very important. So we'll be looking forward to that as we go forward. Okay? Well, what do you think of that, Micah?
3: Well, I, I think I think you're right. Selleck could, he could have a good year. He really could um, with all the other things going on to open up things for him underneath. We we saw the first time was the Seattle game last year where they didn't pay any attention to him. Uh, LJ was out. They didn't pay any attention to him. And he caught he had a bunch of passes, and he, he just ran all over them. Uh, the Cardinals didn't do a great job against him in the NFC Championship game. He had a huge game. I mean, he's proven that he does deserve a level of attention. He's not just a guy. He's actually a guy that can hurt you if you leave him alone. And when you look at Deshaun Jackson and Westbrook and you've got, you've got Donovan there, and whether you get anything out of McCoy you know, or Ingram, God forbid all those guys contribute, so it could be huge. I mean, well, you know, how, how can you possibly cover all those guys? You can't. They're yeah, well, very, you know, I think that the,
2: the, the fact that, the, you know, the sure hands, and uh, uh, that's so important at the, at the, uh, the tight end position because, it, it, it's it's kind of a, a, the kind of guy that you need is uh somebody that's steady now if Ingram is able to come in and provide uh, some more explosiveness and be able to get downfield uh, that's going to make him even better but the key with Selleck is be dependable you know be the Chad Lewis type be the kind of guy that uh, we get the ball to you if it hits your hands you make the catch you know if if you're that kind of guy what it's going to do is it's it's going to um it's going to make you uh, the kind of guy that's reliable, uh, that steady Eddie uh, in the middle, uh, you know, just kind of fits what Chad Lewis was to McNabb, and I think what it does it will give McNabb that security, knowing he's got a guy that's going to uh, catch the football if he if he hits him with it. Uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, that does so much for the uh, for the offense. Now, uh, getting on something on a guy that you wrote some things about uh, today, Michael. Uh, you can go to gcob.com. And uh, uh, we we have you know information up of course about the Eagles about everything's going on with the Eagles and everything. But Michael wrote something about Sean Andrews. Now Sean Andrews, if there was any negative this week, it's Sean Andrews talking to uh, you know news that Sean Andrews had been talking to in the New York Times uh, when he was at the mini camp and expressing some of the same problems that he had before, talking about the fact that. You know, uh, uh, he he wasn't that happy. Or what he, he used the phrase, or something that you know. Uh, you remember the song "Tears of a Clown," right? Uh, and, and talking about how you know he he, he still doesn't feel real good, and uh, even though he doesn't make it a, a lot out of it all the time, he still doesn't feel that good. Which is, you know, you wonder, you know, where this is at with him. Uh, is it at a point where you know somebody needs to go to him and say, "Look, Sean." If you want attention? We'll give you attention. You don't have to do all that whining and crying. You think it's an attention grab, really? I mean, it very well could be. Is that is that how you say it? Oh, gonna... I've been at his, uh, you know, at his locker. He 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 doesn't just you know answer the questions. No, he, he tries to put on a show. Right. That's, that's what I've seen, and that's what I that what no
3: I've seen from him. Uh, you know, at his locker, he tries to put on a show. So well, well, you know what, G, and we've talked about this offensive line quite a bit. Obviously, the additions they've had with Andrews and Peters. And it's it looks like an excellent line. The whole time, though, in the back of my mind, I don't know about you, but I kept thinking, yeah, that's if Sean Andrews is right. You know, he, he was hurt all last year. Nobody really knew was he really out in California because he was hurt. He hadn't come back for months. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I still don't know what the deal is with him. And he's probably the linchpin. You know, he, he's the difference between whether this is one of the best lines in the league and, or whether it's, you know, top ten or something like that. He, it, a lot depends on him, and we still don't know if his head's right. And it's stuff like this, you know, talking about some friend trying to just set him up uh, to go hunting, and they were going to set up his murder. I'm thinking,
2: what? I mean, I, you know, it, I mean, just I, just that, you know, come on, you know, going go into that, if it was that, you know, you got yourself a case there, you know. Uh, yeah. That's that's something you take to the police. I mean, come on, you know, or the or the New York Times. Yeah, or, I mean, you know, come on, man, you know. Uh, I mean, he's he's still a young, a relatively young guy. Uh, uh, come on, but, no, no, no. That's not. All that's right. not. That all be, right. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm trying to come up with reasons. I mean, you know, uh, the guy. You know, you, you can't help sometimes, but just you know, you shake your head and you wonder about the guy. I mean, come on, man. You know. uh yeah. You know. How, how do you say? You know. I guess. You know, and and it's the kind of thing where you really can't come down on them hard because of of the fact that, you know, you're talking about um, depression and mental health and all that. At the same time, you know, sometimes you just go like, you know, don't be a looney tune. Right. I mean and and uh and, and and I'll tell you if you were standing by his locker the way I've been you know for years and you see him going to all you know he entertains you know right. he won't an- he won't answer the question with a simple answer he he gets a whole uh, thing where you figure out well, you know he he loves to have he wants a lot of attention and uh you wonder if that's it, if that's just it you know he he wants attention and uh you know it's it's I, I, don't know, I don't know what to do with it, but I do know it makes things quite unsettling. You know.
3: Yeah, uh, it, to, it definitely does, because we really don't know what, what he's thinking and where he's – and, you know, he's also physically, I mean, he's only played he, – he's missed two entire seasons since he was drafted for physical reasons. I mean, what he played – he got hurt in the second game against Dallas last year, and then he, he missed – he got hurt in the first game of his rookie year and was out all year. There's a lot of questions with him. I mean, and and what's funny is that the big question on him coming out of college was can he keep his weight down. That part hasn't been the problem. He hasn't been able to keep his head straight or you know avoid getting hurt. So I mean, yeah, well, he, you know, the first year one, I, you know, I I
2: passed off because that was just a really bad. That wasn't really you know, a guy rolled up on his leg and that was really bad and everything. But uh, some of the other things, you know, last year the un- unsettling, the 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 all of the stuff, the preseason and everything. You know that that's a unique thing. That that's not just a you know a, a kind of thing where you're playing and stuff. That's a unique thing. Uh, that's a Sean Andrews thing that happened last year with the with the um, the unsteadiness and everything. So uh, I think there's reason to be concerned, and it might be really uh, the most concerning thing uh, that involves the team. That you see all of these positives. You look at the Sean Andrews thing, and you look at the one thing that could blow the team up. Because if you can't
3: protect protect McNabb, then does it really matter who he's throwing the ball to? I mean, no, no. I mean, look at look at the perfect example is Andre Johnson. You can argue he's the best receiver in football. I mean, I, that and that's taking into account obviously Fitzgerald. He hasn't had most productive years because he hasn't had a quarterback that can get him the ball because he's always flat on his back. Yeah, the guy's insane talent, but you know these receivers. The receiver is a dependent position; it is dependent on somebody getting them the ball. So you get the best receivers in the world if you can't protect McNabb. But that said, while Andrews is probably the best guard in football, they are pretty deep. You know, everyone gets bored by all these linemen that Andy dra- Andy drafts, but it, it does come in handy, and it's important to be deep there. They are they are deep on the offensive line. I think they have guys that can play, um, even if not as good as, as Sean Andrews, obviously. Um, but you know, if if he if he for some reason isn't giving you what you need, I still think that'd be okay. But obviously, it's better to have him. I mean, especially on those screens, they would love to run that screen. Although they didn't really last year. Um, but he he's just phenomenal in that area. Well, you know, I I think the thing that uh,
2: really was having people excited, and I think it would be a plus, is the fact that you could be a much better uh, run-blocking line, see, uh, and not so much, you know, you're thinking of uh, running the ball more because the Eagles aren't going to run, run the ball anymore. Uh, the thing that that, uh, that I was thinking was that they'd be able to run the ball better, and that means right. mean be more effective, be more effective in uh, the third downs in short, um, where they're going to be able to, uh, to run the ball uh, in a way uh, where – they're gonna be able to get those uh, those first downs. That they'll be able to put the game away late in the game when they put the ball on the ground and pound it out. You know, those are the type of things that uh, was in my thought pattern about what this team uh, would be able to do. Because you know, you had a Sean Andrews. Uh, you know, in fact, you you put him and Jason Peters at the tackle spots. Uh, you got two of the better athletes and the better run blocking tackles in the game. You know, they're both uh, built. You know, wide and and strong, and being able to uh, drive block and get people get movement. Uh, you know, I think the key to the line uh, will be Andrews, which could be a you know real setback if he's not able to go uh, for any reason. Uh, the other setback, of course, and that we need to talk about is uh, Jamal Jackson. You know, yeah, that'll be interesting. But we'll, we'll be back. Uh, we'll continue our conversation. You know, you're listening to G. Cobb in the house, and uh, we'll continue talking about the Eagles and talking about the rest of the NFL, as well as uh, the other sports and all the action that's going on. We'll be back with you in a moment.
4: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports.
5: If you're not facing your mortgage issues This can be the most terrifying sound in the world It means you've fallen behind It means hope is dwindling It means you're another call closer To losing your home to foreclosure Fortunately, there's hope if you need real help and guidance, call 1-888-995-HOPE. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the ad council and this station.
6: a hot show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes, the OS- The show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie.
4: The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like...
6: Prices in town. Dealer approved, certified, pre owned.
0: No obligation consultation.
4: Nor will we brag about our
0: huge selection.
6: Enormous variety.
0: One stop shopping.
6: Everything under one roof. We'll promise. Prices reduced up to
5: 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever.
6: Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like. See store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary.
4: We'll try to convince you that our product will give you
6: cleaner, tighter abs in minutes, perfect smile, porcelain veneers, freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions.
4: Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to feedthepig.org, find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Your internet flagship station for sports. sports
1: you're joined up with g cobb in the house featuring gary cobb and co-host michael warren you want to get in on the conversation call in now it's toll free 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Gary Cobb at AOL.com. Remember two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house.
2: G Cobb back with you on VoiceAmericaSports.com uh, and uh, joined by my co host, uh, Michael Warren, and we're talking about. Uh, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, which, you know, is our focal point. But not only Philadelphia Eagles, of course, we talk about the NFC East and the rest of the NFL and what's going on. Uh, now, I know you want to talk about Brett Favre. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, everybody wants to talk about Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. That you know, the, the whole thing with um, the old John Madden spoof and everything. I mean, will they please stop with the, with the Brett Favre
3: stuff? I mean, he's becoming I'm, a real pain. What's that? He is just becoming a real pain. I just want him to go away. I, I'm i so tired of hearing about how great he is. A, he's not great anymore. B, I think he's kind of overrated. I know, I mean, not to say he wasn't great, but people talk about him like he's never done anything wrong. I mean, this guy heals sick children in other countries with his play. It's like, all right already. The guy, I don't know, I guess maybe it's entertaining for Minnesota to think about because their quarterback situation is such garbage, but... Well i
2: think i think that that's the thing is that you know uh, uh, you know that that he's trying to you know get back and i think that you got a team with all the pieces there and, and you could understand uh you know why they, you know they're so interested but as for uh, you know everybody else, i mean the guy you know it's, it's it's one of those like you know like what's one of those what you know what's the big deal type of thing you know because um he, he's not he's not uh he's not the quarterback he once was. You know, no. By, by no by no uh, uh, shame, by no way is he what he used to be. And the way he finished the season last year, was
3: really, oh. he basically threw the season away for those guys, you know? Absolutely, he did. They were 8-3, and, and all the talk up here in New York was, oh, could it be a Subway Super Bowl of all, uh, They just, man, the wheels came off that wagon real quick. He was brutal. He was brutal. Yeah, he was just, just pathetic down the stretch. And...
2: um you know the fact that people are still excited about him, and then,
3: you know, whatever's going on with his arm, you know. Well, that's the thing too. When we talk about not being what he was, he really didn't get the memo that he's not what he was. He thinks he still has the zip to force the ball into the tight spaces that he used to, and it's not happening, brother. <laughs> it's not happening. I mean, it's, you know, the uh, the fact that
2: uh, you got a guy who really was able to get away with it was playing sub. Par football for so long. I mean, even though you know he had the, always had the great arm, could make the great throw, but in fact he threw away seasons for his team, meaning that if he just took care of the football. You know, Green Bay would have had more success. And the amazing thing is, you know, he played with some teams that were capable of doing better than they did. Really, come on, they had the Eagles. Uh, they should have beaten the Eagles in the playoffs. If you remember that year with the, the, the third
3: and uh, third and twenty. I mean, the fourth and twenty-six. They, they should have beaten the Eagles. Yeah, they were up two touchdowns quick. They were up 14 nothing, and then he threw that punt to Brian Dawkins in overtime. Okay, now, now you're using my stuff. See, now you, you got using my stuff with the punt stuff. You know.
2: I've been saying that for years. The guy threw a punt. I mean, you know, how can you get away with throwing a punt to ease, in, your, in your team's season? I mean, there are some horrible teams. You know, it's almost as bad as that idiot that was running out of bounds, uh, you know, uh, for the Lions. I mean,
3: come on. Oh, that was that was pure comedy gold, though. I um, mean, come on. But yeah, I no, no, in 2007 NFC Championship, game, he threw the ball to Corey Webster to keep the Giants in that game. Uh, Giants yeah, had no business winning that game. Yeah. They had no business winning that game. You missed two field goals at the end of a game. Yeah. And football football gods don't let you get away with that, but Favre mm-hmm. does. Don't worry. You'll get it back.
2: I mean, uh, and, you know, I, I wanted to say this. You know, uh, there is a um, a claim by Kent Summers of the uh, – Arizona Republic. Arizona Republic. He says the, the Eagles made an offer to the Arizona Cardinals. They offered him. They offered them a, a third round pick and starting cornerback Sheldon Brown. He says that the Cardinals quickly re- rejected the offer, but they made that offer for Anquan Bolden, which is uh, which I could see the Eagles doing that, which is they're, they're basically saying, you know, we're not going to give up much. But we will
3: give up something, but we're not going to give up much. That's, wow. You know what, though? And we talked about this last year. We heard that they'd offered Alito in a second for Fitzgerald, so that would make sense.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
3: it it definitely makes sense, you know. Wow. Without a doubt, it it, 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 it makes sense, you know. I understand why the Cardinals wouldn't do that, though. I mean, a third-round pick, come on. you got to get at least two in there.
2: They, They couldn't do that. Come on, they couldn't do that, and, and uh, you know uh, this way, the, the Eagles have the fans off their back, and uh, you know the Cardinals have Bowling off their back. Right. Hey, we tried. Yeah.
0: We
3: tried.
2: Yeah, that's what that's what you got there. You know, it's just uh, it's a shame. Uh, you know, because that's, that's 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 uh you know nobody's gonna make a uh, they're never, they're gonna not gonna give. Uh, this guy up for 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 peanuts, you know. You're talking about too good of a football player,
3: you know. Be giving up for those type of peanuts, but yeah, uh, no, he, and he, he's definitely a difference maker. I mean, if they had made that deal, I mean, as it is, the Eagles are a contender in the NFC. I think we agree on that. They're one of the top teams for sure. Um, he, he probably makes them number one preseason. Now, yep. um what is you... that good?
2: What, what, what's your thinking of, you know, and I want to talk about you know, the whole thing with Michael Vick. That's another conversation uh, which a lot of people are having is, you know, he's, he's getting out of a – he'll be released from jail uh, May the 20th. Uh, he's going to have a couple of months of um, – uh, he's going to, uh, well I guess, uh, house confinement. And uh, then, you know, he's going to
3: be available. And, you know, if somebody wants him, he can come back to the NFL. Um if he's reinstated, which he pro- we all know he's probably going to get reinstated, he shouldn't be. And I'm sick of hearing people say he made a mistake and give him a second chance. A, he didn't make a mistake. If I bumped into you, gee, that's a mistake. This is a way of life for him. And anybody that thinks—I mean, have you ever seen a dogfight? I mean, I was watching video. They were showing okay. one of them, I, was, I watched some piece on Vic, and they were showing videos of dog fights.
2: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's brutal. It's it is ugly, but I don't think I still think he deserves. He, I mean, he should, why, why shouldn't he be able to come back with all of the other things? I think that have happened. Uh, I know some people say, "Well, I'm against dog fighting; it's it's, uh, it's ugly," and I, and I agree. I'm not uh, a Peter. But, but Let me just say too: I'm guy, not like you a, got a guy. You, know. you got a guy in the NFL that killed a lady, and he doesn't he doesn't get any problem. man. you know, did he mean to kill the lady? No, you know, but he Nobody, killed a person. He, he drove drunk. drunk. He drove drunk and killed versus
3: he's been back in the NFL. He's able to play. He doesn't even catch any flag for it. Well, not only that, Jay. First of all, her name was Susan Gutweiler. Uh, he killed her driving drunk, and then got arrested for a DUI after that. That's the that's the real that's the, that's the real shame of it. And no, you're right. He shouldn't be in the NFL either. It's not about we give second chances. This is the NFL. This is their shield. This is their brand. They have to keep this nonsense out of the league. This is you know you just can't have this. This isn't about. Uh, this is a private enterprise, and you have to manage that and, and keep only the people in it who best represent you. I mean, I, I think the NFL should clean house with some of these guys. Leonard Little should not be playing football. I feel terrible for the guy. I read a report recently that he was suicidal for a long time. I believe it. Um, but that doesn't mean you get to play in the NFL. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's understandable, but but, but my, uh, my
2: whole thing is that if they're going to let him play, and they've had no problem with it playing, I understand that really with Vic is a bigger issue. And the reason Vicker is a bigger issue is because of the uh, attention that this whole uh, incident has garnered. Uh, and I, I think that uh, you know, because he's a superstar quarterback, because he for a while was the highest paid player in the league, uh, because he was the number one pick in the draft, you know, he's garnered more attention. Um, you know, and... I understand that, but I just think, from a standpoint that, uh, with some of the other guys they let back into the league, uh, that uh, you know I don't see why he can't get back. If you got a guy who ran over a lady and killed her, and as I said, uh, and as you said, which since then has been drunk driving you know, has been caught uh, drunk driving again. If for no other reason, then he should have been booted out. I mean, yep. if he kills somebody and then he does it again, and he's still in the league. That's not and, a mistake anymore. And, and without much fanfare. I mean, he doesn't get any – he doesn't have people protesting. Nope. You know? I agree, so, but you – I mean – But from that
3: standpoint, that's my argument for that, but – but I, I agree with you, you mean, but I think at some point you have to put your foot down and say it stops now. You know, God, Goodell I, wasn't I, the commissioner when Leonard Little got into this, this these issues.
2: Yeah, that's well, uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But if somebody ran over somebody, killed somebody, uh, is there a, you know, is the kind of thing, well, okay, uh, well, uh, mm, uh, now how long ago did you did it? Well, since you did it, you know, eight years ago, okay. I mean, after all, she's been dead eight years. It's not, you know, it's not like you killed her yesterday. I mean, no. I think if if, if, um, if Vic is, is, is out, then Little should be out. I mean, I don't see where, you know, because he did it before. And if he's
3: not out, then I don't think Vic should be out. All right, I mean that, that's fair. I personally, I just think. Well, oh, how about how about we look at it this way? Vicks not that good. Let's take a completely different angle. He's not that good. Is he worth the headaches?
2: Well, it depends on what kind of shape he's in. Uh, because uh, with the way that they're using this wildcat, uh, if he still can run,
3: I don't know. I mean, how could you find a better guy for a wildcat? He is the he he is ideal for the wildcat. You're exactly right. But you got to pay him a million or less. You can't, you, you can't give him any kind of a mega deal.
2: Uh, no, he's, just, not, he's not going to get the big money, and, and the initial deal uh, won't be that big. But uh, we'll be back with you on g Cobb in the House. Uh, we'll have something better to talk about, other than Michael Vick and, <laughs> and Leonard Little. But uh, we'll talk on the other side, talking about the NFC, what's going on with the NFC with the Giants, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and those Redskins. We'll be back in a moment.
1: Discover the world's only speed training program that guarantees your athletes have their best season ever or your money back. No questions asked. Let's face it, the best athletes on any team in any sport are the fastest athletes. The team with the most speed is almost always going to be more successful. The fact that you're listening to this right now tells me that you know this is true and that your athletes are not as fast as you want them to be. But how do you make them faster? After all, like many coaches, maybe you were told that you can't teach speed. That an athlete is either born with it or they're not. Right? Wrong. Arguably the biggest myth in all of sports is that you can't teach speed or coach athletes to new levels of athletic success and performance. The level of success your athletes experience has little to do with running plays or specific ball skills. Instead, it depends entirely on your ability to teach them the one skill required to dominate every sport. Speed. Put Latif Thomas. And his team to work for you. Visit CompleteSpeedTraining.com or call toll free 877 510 3278. That's 877 510 FAST.
7: There has never been a better time to become a videographer in the sport of hunting. And right now, you can combine everything you love about hunting with a career in television. And you can learn it at home with Brock Ray's Outdoor Videography School. Hunter and TV personality Brock Ray has put together a course taught by TV professionals. And it all comes to you in a six-DVD home set that lets you learn about this lucrative occupation on your own time. Now, get paid for the hunts you shoot. That's right, when you purchase the home study course and learn our techniques... You can submit your video to us. And if it gets chosen, your segment might appear on our nationally televised, better built world of outdoors. We will pay you for using your video. Call now at 205-625-5480. We invite you to visit our website at outdoorvideoschool.com. Start your career in television now.
2: Micah Warren and uh, Micah, uh, uh, we we didn't get a chance to talk a little bit about Hakeem Nix, who they were raving about uh, with the with the Giants last weekend. Uh, they had a mini camp uh, up in uh, New York, and they were raving about the guy. The guy's got what is it? Uh, quadruple X hands. Uh, they say yeah. you can't fit any gloves. His hands are so big. Uh, you can makes sure, you think of it when you, I think of one of the catches he made. Uh, in college, the fact that the guy's got gloves for hands, or uh, his hands are like uh, Dr. J's or, or bigger, and uh, that he really made quite an impact, uh, and quite an impression up in New York, um, and of course they got uh, Ramses Barden, who's a six-six uh, wide receiver. They got him in the third round, so they got two big receivers, two young receivers to replace Practical Burris. And if either one of them can, uh, can legitimately replace him, the rest of the NFC East and the NF- NFC, for that matter, or maybe the NFL is in trouble because if he's a great receiver, whew, that's going to make them tough again. Because you know they still got that running game, mm-hmm. and and uh, defensively with that defensive line, they're so deep on the defensive line. You know, so. Uh, you can see why people say, well, you know, the, the, the Eagles and the Giants are the, the tops in the division. But we'll see what whether those guys can really play or not. But what what, what do you think of, of what you read so far about,
3: uh, about Knicks? They love him. I mean, I read, I think it was the second day of minicamp, I read it. The headline was something to the effect was, uh, Knicks finally drops one. I mean, he's just catching everything they throw his way. And they're going to need him. They, uh, you're exactly right. If they, Those rookies are going to be the determination of whether they can – Play this year uh, if they don't have if they if they can't get contributions from these wide receivers. I mean Dominic Hickson. I, I like Steve Smith, okay, but they're not what Eli needs. Um, <clears throat> they still have the running game, uh, which does help help those receivers a bit. But no, nah, they're going to need help from from these guys. And even uh, Mario Manningham is still there, the guy they took in the third round last year. Um, at some point, they're going to need help from him too. But that's that's. Three young guys I got on that team. That actually four when you consider Steve Smith. Um, that they really are going to need help from. They got to have somebody to throw to, because Boss is a nice tight end, but he's not. You know, he's not Antonio Gates. <clears throat> but, yeah. Well, if, if uh, the thing about it is, you know, if you if you if you talk about, uh,
2: you know, these guys, um, you can't you can't you know stop talking about the, of course the running game. But if you have a decent receiver, if any of these guys amount to, if they if they really are as good as. <laughs> I mean, if, if Knicks winds up being a, 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 an outstanding receiver. oh, the, 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 Giants Giants are, then the Giants are right back in the elite category. That's right. That's and then what, what is it going to do? Uh, and and this, is, this is why it's going to make it fun, really, and make it interesting uh, as long as these guys are in the league. Because, you know, you've you, you got the, the Eagles went ahead and they said, okay, the guy we want is uh, Macklin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Giants – uh, who are trying to move up to get Macklin? They don't get Macklin, but they get next. You know, uh, these guys are kind of attached to see, you know, who becomes, you know, who becomes a great receiver because both of them, uh, you know, come out in the same class. They're both supposed to be outstanding receivers. You know, who winds up, you know, being a great receiver and and who doesn't. So, you know, that, that that's gonna that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. So, uh, uh, I, I think that that'll be fun. You know, <laughs> to see. What happens over the years? Now, uh, looking at the uh, Redskins, you know they, uh, you know, you you really wonder about those guys down there. Uh, The way that they treated Jesse Campbell. I mean, I mean, Jason Campbell. Jason Jason Campbell. uh, How how could you be, you know, quarterback of a team and you got them looking? It's a wonder they're not talking to high school kids uh, to to find out if one of them can be uh, signed in order to take Jason Campbell's place. I mean. Uh, he, he clearly has to feel like he's not wanted down there. Hey, if Cutler didn't feel wanted in Denver.
3: Geez, how about how does Campbell feel? I, know, I mean, he's, he does not a friend in the world right now down there. I mean, and not, not only just, was it it wasn't just one quarterback. It seems like uh, any quarterback uh,
2: they want more than he does uh, than that want more than him. I mean,
3: yeah, and that's uh, not right because I think Campbell's all right. I'm okay with him. He seems to have a new offensive system every year, which isn't fair to him. He doesn't really have a lot of people to throw the ball to. Santana Moss isn't what he was. Antoine Randall L. has always been a gadget guy. He's not, he's not like a legitimate uh, receiving threat. The three guys they drafted last year in the second round Malcolm Kelly uh, has been hurt. He can't even get on the field. Devin Thomas has awful work ethic. And Fred Davis didn't do anything either, the tight end out of USC. I mean, he's just got nobody to throw the ball to. They're at their best when they're running Portis. You know, when, when they get Portis going. Campbell could be a very effective quarterback,
2: well, his best target is chris Cooley, really the tight end i mean oh, he's, yeah, yeah he's more' his most dependable and consistent target, and you know uh if you want to have a big time you know explosive offense, you know throwing to the tight end is good and uh, Cooley does make you know a number of plays, he makes plays of course down the red zone and anyway, but that that's not enough for an offense you you got to have more uh than throwing. To your tight end, you know, and he's not even a, you know, speedy tight end. He's, the, he's one of those dependable tight ends who yeah. you, know, you hope you have with Selleck. I mean, I hope a Selleck can, can do what Cooley has done over the years. So, uh, but uh, the Redskins, uh, you know, and, and and there was a, uh, the Sports Illustrated had a rating system about the, the the best organizations in the league, and they had the Redskins down near the bottom with the other terrible teams. You had like the, the Detroit Lions, of course, uh, some of the some of the dreadful teams in the league, and uh, it was a shot at at Daniel Snyder to put the Redskins that low. You know, with their, their being their their team that's that's making so much money, they own their own stadium. Uh, you know, they own uh, Washington, really, and, and and part of Virginia and part of Maryland. Uh, you know, they, they they do very well and they make you know making the money, but the um, uh, to take a shot at them to say that they're one of the worst teams in the league clearly is a shot at Daniel Snyder and the way he changes things up so much. So uh, that, that,
3: that kind of had me laughing. What did you think of it? Oh, as long as he's running the team, they're, not, they're just not going to get over the top. They'll make the playoffs here and there. But look at look at Vinny Serrato. Not a very good GM at all, but he doesn't tell Dan, no. He's, yeah, he's, he does whatever he wants, so Dan keeps him around. As it's, it's long as it's like that, until he's ready to get somebody in there like a Parcells type, where it's your show, you're running it, I'm stepping back. And that's one of the things you have to say about Jeffrey Lurie. He does a great job of letting the people he hires do their jobs. Dan Snyder does not. And as long as he thinks he's an NFL personnel guy, the Redskins are just, they're going to be a mediocrity constantly. They're just, they're just not, they're not a well-run organization. They're exactly right to put them down toward the bottom. Let your GMs do their thing. And he won't do that, and that's why the Redskins are what they are. I mean, they're clearly the bottom of the of the, the division, even though the Eagles can't seem to beat them. Yeah, well, they they match up well against the Eagles, you know.
2: They do. They match up very well. But the are they uh, really at the bottom of the league when it comes to organizations? I mean, I, I know that they swap everything around, and I guess they're looking at continuity. You know, the Eagles have had tremendous continuity, whereas you've got the Redskins uh, bringing in a coach uh, and. and uh, uh, bringing in a guy as the officer coordinator and, wh- and he winds up being the coach. I mean, that's not really the, normally the way you hire guys. You know, you, you bring the guy in. I mean, it, you know, if if it happens over a number of years, that's one thing. But you, you bring a guy in in one month and he's the officer coordinator. First of all, you brought him in before you, you got your head coach. You're right. looking for the head coach and you go, oh, yeah, by the way, you know what? We'll make you the head coach. I
3: mean, yes. come on. It's 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 just so poorly run down there. I mean, it's it's a joke. It's kind of... I mean, they treat the draft like an off-season nuisance. You know, they'll, they'll go an entire draft and come out with two or three guys because they trade all their picks for this and that. I mean, Jason Taylor was a waste of time. You know, they just si- they signed him because he's a name. And it, yeah, it's it's fun to watch. It's nice to have that little joke in the division, but... Uh... And the thing about it with Jason
2: um, Taylor, you know, they, they released him. Yeah. The thing about it is, what do they need? They're desperate for a pass rush, you know. Uh they go out, they gave the boatload of money uh to uh the big fella, uh, Hainsworth. uh, Hainsworth, that uh which which uh, you know, I I get tired of some of them they kinda of blew that contract up, I mean from the standpoint that a lot of the money uh comes later on, you know.
3: Right and you said that
2: it really is for what, like
3: forty five,
2: fifty million
3: or something. It's I think it boils down to four years, forty million, forty one million, something like that. Yeah, come on, I mean, you know, that that's a big difference from a hundred million dollar contract. I mean Yeah, well, you know, they put these things in there on the back end so the agents can say, Look at the contract I got for this guy. You, you know, know they, I they, ten million a year is a lot of money, but you know, this guy he
2: he can be dominating enough to where you can see where, you know, uh, I, I could see him getting somebody's interest to where, you know, he can dominate the middle so much, uh, so uh Playing offensive line in this in this division is going to be some tough work because you got to deal with the Giants and that that defensive yep, the yep. line they've got, and you got to deal with Hainsworth, uh, which is not nothing to sneeze at. And really, you know, the, the Eagles got a pretty good defensive front, and the, and the Cowboys got some um, people on their defensive front uh, with with Demarcus Ware, which is nothing nothing to sneeze at. So playing offensive line in in the, in the NFC East that's a grown man. Job because that's nothing to sneeze at. Now you know I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking on NFL.com and I'm looking at you know as you said Deshaun Jackson twentieth best receiver at least on this ranking twentieth best receiver in the
3: league. Well, these are these are fantasy rankings, but yeah, uh, I guess I guess Deshaun Jackson. Are you kidding me? Let's let's go back. Let's go through some of these. Okay, got they
2: got Larry Fitzgerald number one. Uh, Nobody really. I don't know who would argue with that, with the way he was so productive last year in the playoffs. But Andre Johnson, who's just a great receiver. Calvin Johnson. Love Calvin Johnson. Uh, you're, he- talking about, you're talking about guys, I mean, both uh, Calvin Johnson and uh, Andre Johnson, are guys with
3: size and, you know, game-breaking speed, you know. So- you could argue Calvin's the best in the league. If you look at his numbers, like 1,200 yards on that team, he has nobody throwing the ball, and he's still putting up monster numbers. I mean, if this guy ever gets a quarterback, Whew. Yep. he's a man. Love yeah.
2: Megatron. Okay, you got Randy Moss, who I think is going to have another big year. If uh, if the old man they brought in there can still run. Okay, you got Anquan Bolden, uh, and he's number five. Uh, Steve Smith, who's an exceptional athlete. I mean, how did? how is somebody offering – I mean, how do – how does Carolina give a new contract to Jake Delone? Oh, that was brutal. How, how could they give him a new contract? Okay, you got Reggie Wayne, Roddy White, who who still I think is is coming on. You know, uh, really as a receiver.
3: And uh, all this time we thought we thought Roddy White and Michael Jenkins stunk. Turns out the guy throwing the ball was the problem.
2: Yeah, that that really does say it because Roddy White boy he really came into his own last year. But <laughs> we'll very continue we'll continue talking about these wide receivers in the league. As you listen to g in the House, and uh, feel free to go ahead and join us. You can give us a ring uh, as we continue on g in the House. And uh, we'll be back with you in a moment.
4: school to the pros we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you currently having trouble paying your mortgage are you in an adjustable rate mortgage or possibly in foreclosure if you've been late once have already received a letter from your lender with intent to foreclose or even have a sheriff's sale notice you need to contact the professionals at new hope modifications they are experts in helping people behind on their mortgage, in foreclosure, or even who are on time, but know that rate will be adjusting and will cause them problems in the future. Call New Hope Modifications today at 888-NO-DEBT-9. That's 888 663 3289 and talk to one of their modification experts new hope is staffed with professionals and have years of experience in customer service and the mortgage industry our branch managers take pride in giving every customer the attention and support that they may need in this crucial time of their life you are not alone and new hope is the company that you can trust to help you save your home or assist in getting you a payment you can handle give them a call right now at 888-663 3289. Again, that number, 888-663-3289, and put your trust in New Hope. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a the
6: ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy.
2: <laughs>
4: NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth.
2: We ain't playing around here.
4: Voice America Sports.
2: G-Cobb in the house on voiceamerica.com, and, of course, we're joined by my co-host, Michael Warren. And uh, I see that the NFL salary cap rises to $128 million for 2009. Yep. And, and the floor uh, didn't go up, though. They didn't up the floor. Um, the NFL teams will have nearly $12 million more under the salary cap. Uh, I guess that's for teams like the Washington
3: Redskins who will spend the money. On D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, Seriously, just getting back to the Redskins real quick. That D'Angelo Hall signing, come on. The Raiders didn't cut him in the middle of the season because he was great. Yeah. He stinks. And because Osmois awesome over there. I'm not
2: going to say that he stinks now. Because they, they, they did a pretty good job against the Eagles, if you remember. They were, they, they they put the blanket on the Eagles pretty good, and D'Angelo was back there uh, helping them. So uh, I I think that that uh, some of it is I I think he's a one dimensional type of guy, and I I think that he might have had problem with their system, but he, he,
3: he didn't play bad for the Redskins. He wasn't worth the money they gave him. I am not a D'Angelo Hall guy. I am not. I really am not on into D'Angelo yeah, uh, Hall. And I, I
2: and I can I, understand that because he has been inconsistent. But I think he I think he's the kind of guy that's a system guy that. Uh, he'll fit in with some systems, and some systems he, he doesn't. But I I know that he was playing for the Skins when the Eagles played him, and, you know, the Eagles are still trying. What did he score, 10 points? Three. Three, okay, three. They were trying to get to 10. <laughs> you
3: know,
2: yeah, yeah they, that was a pretty bad one after a and few so, good weeks, but You know, he was out there the whole time. And so yeah, he well, did something during that game. You know, so uh, from that standpoint, you know, well, I'll, I'll cut him some slack. Uh, he, he didn't do anything out with the Redskins, and even though you know I didn't wasn't keeping up with it, but they clearly you don't get rid of a guy. Even though it's the Redskins, so I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna point the finger totally at him. After all, it is the Redskins, uh, and you want to talk about an organization? Yes. You know, I, I was looking at. I happened to see some of uh, one of the uh, videos of uh, of the, some of the Super Bowls they won, and to look at where they were then and where they are now. And where they've been for years and years. You know, it really, when you look at both the Cowboys and the Raiders, how the mighty have fallen.
3: Yeah. Hey, look, Niners. put the Niners in there, too. Yeah, you can put them in there, too. You're right. You know, Jack Kent Cook, where have you gone? You know, since Snyder took over the Redskins, they're just they're never going to be good. And until Al Davis realizes that whatever he's doing isn't working, well, they won 20 games in the last, like, six years? It's something stupid. Well,
2: you know, Al Davis is, is, is really trying to do things the way he did things back in the 70s and the 80s, uh, uh, and, you know, and, and uh, that doesn't work anymore. You can't just go out, uh, look, and try to find the the fastest guy, because some of these guys that are the fastest guys can't necessarily play football. Now, if you get a football player, outstanding football player, who's got the big-time speed, you know, that, that's different, but... Uh, his signing and the drafting of a uh, uh, Bay of Hayward Bay, Hayward Bay, head scratcher. To, to go ahead and grab him there and and ignore uh, these other receivers, <laughs> you know it's just the epitome of of uh, what he's done uh, for a while, and he just refuses to change his mind and, and realizes that you know that things don't they don't work that way. You got you can't ch- you got to change, you know. And really, what he made his mistake was. He should have uh, turned things over uh, to anyone. Uh, well, you know, he, he, had, he had John Gruden in place and, and refused uh, to, um, to let him take over because he had Gruden in place. And he could have, with Gruden, brought in a young group of uh, football guys, kind of stepped back and ran, ran the team and basically you know uh, looked over the finances of the team. And pretty much let let John uh, have his way, uh, you know uh, uh, no, they would have never had a young quarterback with the, with the way John is, right, but you know but um, I think he would help you know they, they would have been in a lot better position than they were in, uh, and then thinking about it, what, you know, John probably is not the best guy to be turning a team over to when you think about it he's, he's a good He's a good coach when it comes to coaching the personnel. But, but letting him have too much of a hand in personnel decisions probably isn't a good thing because uh, he, he's so hard on the guys, so impatient. Yeah, yeah. You know, now, they say that they're going to let the Bengals are, are going to be the Bengals are going to be appearing in HBO's Hard Knocks this time around.
3: Yeah, you know, I saw I, that. That'll be interesting because they need, they need just any kind of national press they can get.
2: Well, the, the shame of it is is that they should have got the Bengals uh, – you know, uh, not 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 as much now. You know, when when they had all of the nuts on there, you know, they cut some of the entertainment. This is true. They this they released true. some of the best entertainment in the league. I mean, they you know, did, they
3: still got, they still got Chad Johnson. I can't call him Ocho Cinco. I just I can't. Um, but they still got him. He'll be he'll be entertaining.
2: But you know, they could have had. You know, I mean, it would have been great if they they had him on. And you you got guys that you know the police. Uh, uh, coming in and grabbing, taking, you know, arresting players off the field, things like that. Would, that. That would have been great, I think. it would be another episode of cops. It'll just be you know hard knocks. You know to have that mixed in there. See, yeah. I, I think I, it, I think it would I think it would have been excellent to have that mixed in there, where you've got you know um, you know a, a guy having some some trouble. You know, and and uh, you know it, it would been you know you want to talk about reality
3: television. Come on! That's been great reality television. This is true. This is true. I'm still surprised that anybody allows HBO that kind of access. I'm glad they do because I really do love the show. Um, but if I'm running, the, if you know, you know, Andy Reid would will never have people oh, no, on Hard Knocks. Wouldn't. Never, never. No, not well, I, I'll tell you what. If
2: Jeffrey Laurie wanted to do that, now let me tell you something about Andy Reid. Andy Reid has buckled down, and if you see him. Uh, what he did was talking about the, the, the Brian Dawkins uh, signing and how he went in and basically carried uh, Joe Banner's water from the standpoint that he talked about how he was so involved in the decision and how he was talking to Brian all the time and all that stuff. You know, he was, up he was cleaning up that thing for Joe Banner. But anyway, <laughs> we'll be back next week, 7 o'clock uh, Eastern, uh, 4 o'clock Pacific, uh, talking with G-Cobb in the house. And thank you guys for joining us. Micah, it's, it's been a pleasure. Of course, we'll continue to talk again. Make sure you check out G-Cobb. Com. and um, you know we'll be back next week same time same place G-Cob in the house gotta go see ya
1: Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G. Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon.